Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we talk about India's sand mafia menace. It's a warm afternoon. A group of men are hard at work stockpiling boatloads of sand, illegally, mind you. But unbeknownst to them, there are a couple of drones hovering overhead. Someone's watching them. And the next thing they know, the cops and government officials come storming in. A fight ensues. Sounds like a scene straight out of a movie, right? Well, it isn't. These scenes are quite common, especially across Bihar and West Bengal where the sand mafia reigns supreme. You see, over the years the population and urbanization boom has stimulated construction growth, and everything around us is technically built on sand, whether it's your fancy ceramic cutlery, the streets outside, or the silicon chips powering your phone. They all require the humble ingredient, and India's sand demand tripled between 2000 and 2017. In fact, since the nation is just behind China on cement production, it's a given that we use a lot of sand. Now, you can't just use any kind of sand for our needs. Desert sand, for instance, won't work. It's too fine and smooth. We need sand from riverbanks and seabeds. That's the kind that holds well together, and that means the sand isn't infinite either. If we keep taking sand with reckless abandon, we won't be able to replenish it fast enough. but mining all this sand poses another set of problems it can disrupt ecological balance when you remove sand from a river bed it can lower stream bottoms alter the course of the river and can affect its interaction with the ocean saline water can often intrude if you keep mining more sand it destroys the nesting environments of animals like gharial crocodiles and the ganges river dolphins and birds disappear too There's also a loss of fresh drinking water due to increased river salinity, crop damage, river bank erosion, change in sea water levels, the list goes on. And that's why the government tries to keep a firm lid on things. We have the Mines and Minerals Act to monitor and control mining activity, quarries, riverbeds, everything. And if private players want to get into this business legally, they need to bid for the rights to mine specific sites when state governments open up auctions. But here's the thing. Where there's demand, unscrupulous folks will find a way to meet it through illicit means. After all, if a dumper of legally mined sand costs twenty thousand rupees, sand purchased illegally could come at half the price. Realtors would love to save up on input construction costs, right? And this means people find ways to mine sand illegally. For instance, in Rajasthan, the state government apparently granted mining sites in areas that were quite close to riverbeds. So apparently, the ones who won the mining rights sneakily expanded their activities to illegally suck out the sand from riverbeds, even though it wasn't part of the deal. They did it because they were quite sure that the authorities would find it difficult to manually monitor their activities. Getting workers for these illegal activities isn't a hard task either, despite the risks that come with it. See. People from states like Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, Bihar and even Karnataka where sand mafias thrive often have to travel long distances to cities or metros for work and they might typically earn a daily wage of around 400 to 500 rupees a day. On the other hand, illegal sand miners in their own areas have the capacity to pay them more, sometimes even five times the daily wage. So you can see why it's attractive, especially in areas where there are really no other employment opportunities. Even officers look away thanks to the lure of bribes. In one such incident in Bihar, the police agreed not to expose these activities if boat owners that transported the sand paid them seventy thousand rupees a day. The end result of all of this, well, the illegal sand mining industry is booming in India.
it nets a profit of over 250 million dollars each year and state governments lose a huge sack of revenue in bihar alone the average annual revenue loss goes up to 700 crore rupees a year so what can india really do to curb it let's state the obvious it's tough the environment ministry came up with guidelines to monitor sand mining in 2016 and again in 2020 the ministry of mines also introduced a sand mining framework in 2018 but it didn't put a full stop to anything perhaps because these were just guidelines at the end of the day you see sand is still classified as a minor mineral under the law that simply means that it's not regulated as strictly as coal which is a major mineral the states are in charge of mining and monitoring activity too that means surveillance activities are quite haphazard sometimes it's the mining department that looks at sand mining activities other times it's the police or maybe it's even the pollution control board or the environment ministry maybe what we need is a central agency that focuses solely on monitoring sand mining activity and knowing how important sand is for our future maybe it's time for the central government to step in and reclassify it into a major mineral it will lead to stricter regulations maybe or perhaps we need to double down on alternatives over the past decade or so states like karnataka have been focusing squarely on manufactured sand or m sand think of it as artificial sand obtained by crushing hard stones such as granite while it comes with its own set of environmental problems the belief is that setting up small scale units for this purpose can help bridge the supply versus demand gap and put an end to utilizing the sand from our river beds so yes with the demand for sand only expected to balloon as india embarks on a construction and infrastructure building spree we need ways to curb the menace of illegal sand mining quickly whether it's through stricter laws or through alternatives that can quickly bridge the gap thank you for listening to today's episode finshots daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as spotify apple podcast and google podcast so make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform until next time